You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. Today, the Padres get ready for their second of three in the nation's capital against the Nationals. And back here in San Diego, our host Mike Janela is enjoying Comic-Con, though he really wishes it was WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, brother. Yeah. Alongside Mike, it's Randy Jones, who pulled some WWE-type moves back in his day. You know, I'd just take one pitch in the first inning where I'd step up about 10 inches in front of the rubber. Mm -hmm. You don't cheat. And then just throw a fastball because I just added that much to my fastball. And throw it right by the hitter. And the first base umpire's yelling, hey, he's not on the rubber. You know, and obviously I wasn't. I cheated. And rounding out the crew, it's Jordan Carruth, who's good in the studio and on the field. If you put me in left, I'm, I'm going to try to win you a gold glove. I'm going to make some big plays out there. Now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padre Social Hour with your hosts, Mike Janella, Randy Jones, and Jordan Carruth. Happy Saturday. Welcome to Padre Social Hour. Some corrections. It's the gold glove winning Jordan Carruth. Thank you. It is cheating Randy Jones and Macho Man Mike Janela here on in the AMR yeah, studio. Yeah, for me on Fortunately. a Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Welcome in. It's a Comic-Con Saturday. We've got so much going on. And Jordan and I actually, we joked before the show today that we should have come dressed in costume as Randy I Jones did. in his playing days. I did. Randy actually came with his Randy Jones t-shirt my, on. which I, I My mean, new Randy Jones t-shirt. This is awesome. RJ's a superhero. What do you think? I think it's great. And I think the fact that you don't mind wearing a shirt with your own silhouette on it. I applaud you because hey, I would do the exact same got a, thing. Got a few other designs too that they uh, I got shifted. They're pretty nice. Yeah, they I'd sound really cool. Oh, I'd have to, all right, all right, I'll I, bring one I down. I can't tell you. you how great you are that you promised <laughs> yeah, to bring us T-shirts. You are just begging now, man. <laughs> I'm just saying you already agreed I, to I'll it. Make so it we, we I'll thank, make it happen. We thank you for that. Jordan has already um, put it in his it might order. Be, might be a little while before I get Bill Sinners because that's probably going to take a custom order. Yeah, a little extra fabric to cover. Yeah. You know, make sure we cover everything <laughs> we need to be covered. Wow, wow, it's the truth. Right, Randy? It's just, hey. just a fact. Exactly. That's what we're dealing with. How are you guys doing today? It's uh, Padres and Nationals coming up. 4.05 p.m. first pitch. Edwin Jackson, after flirting with that no-hitter here at Petco Park, takes his second turn for the Padres against Max Scherzer. That'll be a tough go, uh, tough sledding against Scherzer and uh, what he's been doing his last few starts. But we've got a fun show for you today. Man, the trade rumor mill just blew up all of a sudden last night and continued into this morning. Nothing has happened yet, but we'll talk about some of those rumors. Uh, we are going to get, uh, I think, some, some Comic-Con talk and some Nationals talk. Luis Perdomo, who pitched fantastically yesterday, talk about him and his future. Uh, also, Derek Waters, uh, Randy has no idea who this is, but Jordan and you and I do. Uh, he's the creator and host of Drunk History on Comedy Central. Had a panel at Comic-Con earlier this week. He's a big baseball fan, a big Orioles fan, coincidentally. One of the teams that's been linked to some of these Padres He's trades. coming by. He's coming by here in person later today. So we'll chat with and him about that. And that's when I have my union break, right? Yep. Just, that's yeah. when you can take your 15 outside and, uh, and, and just hang. Yeah, that's when you go grab the other T-shirts for us, actually. Yeah. I that's like, the designated <laughs> I'm time. I'm afraid they're not that close. Oh, okay. We'll save it for the next time Jordan's back on the show. Uh, but, yeah, for that, all that more, make sure to join us however you'd like. Uh, hashtag PadresSH. Send us questions, comments, concerns, love, compliments, whatever you want. There's also the chat happening live at Padres.com slash social hour. Uh, first things first, the uh, Janela curse is over finally. They won yesterday. People were worried that since I came back from New Jersey, they hadn't 
won a game, they'd gone 0 and 4. You were getting the blame for that. Yes, because oh they wow. swept the Giants while you were gone. Yeah, Did while I was gone, through? they sweep the Giants, okay. and then when I come back, they don't win a game. So finally, last night, the monkey's off my back because I was the only reason for the Padres being winless on the road trip. So you finally got some sleep last night. You're well-rested. You know the curse is over. Yes, You're yes. good to go. I woke up this morning a new man, and I'm excited. Um, but the big story yesterday, and we'll talk about Perdomo, I think, uh, in a little bit, because during the game, uh, Jeff Passan of Yahoo, who we've had on the show this year, uh, is a great reporter, and he says, hey, the Padres are telling people that there's a, an imminent trade for Melvin Upton, that it's almost a done deal, you know, you know something's in the works. Maybe posturing, but then Jerry Krasnick says, yeah, the Orioles are coming out. And then Ken Rosenthal says maybe the Blue Jays are interested as well. So, uh, I mean, Randy, you're more of an insider than us. You hearing any, any rumblings, any scoops you can no, give us? No, not, not any rumblings of any factual thing. You, you know, they're talk, they're, there's talks going on, especially with Melvin Upton Jr. and Kashner. But you know, nothing in concrete that's you know, it's been done. You know, whatever A.J. might be trying to get in return for these players, you never know. And get, just get the right thing. If the right deal comes along, they're, they're going to pull the trigger. No when, doubt. when did Randy become a trade insider? This is news to me. He he like, knows he, these guys. He talks to he maybe maybe Kastner texts him like, "Hey RJ, it's been fun knowing you these last few years, but I hear that you know this is happening in the next well, hour." Let me let me put it this way: I'm a lot closer to an insider than you are. Yeah, no, I'm not an insider. <laughs> I am not claiming <laughs> that I am an insider. On the couch, I'm just might as well be. I, the insider. You know what I do like about it? I like that it's the uh, the Jays and the Orioles. I like that it's two teams in the same division, and you're kind of just putting them and against you, each yeah, other. Yeah, like, like, hey, this, yeah, this is what they're there. offering. I don't yeah, know what you have. I mean, that's that's dealing. That's dealing, right? You can pit two people against each other. Well, like. it's a great thing. I still love reading all the rumors, all the trade rumors that start boiling, you know, a week before. I love that. The stuff. fact that it's getting reported, though, now that you actually know, like, before trades happen, which teams are involved, does it take away any of the leverage during this process at nah, all? I don't think now so. that the Jays executives can kind of read that, oh, they're, they're talking with Baltimore. I don't – I know that they're telling me one thing. I just – I wonder if it affects the leverage at all now that so many things are being well, reported. I, I would think a lot of that, you get half of it might be factual or they, they might be putting out themselves. Yeah, which is another better, part of it. Yeah. Better negotiating what's true, scam. what's a leak, what's an intentional smoke screen. Once again, yeah. gentlemen, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. <laughs> right? Get it out there. Randy so Jones. many layers to a trade. <laughs> So let me ask you guys your opinions then on what some of the rumored packages are. So the thing that came out from Ken Rosenthal, who reported this, was that right now it's looking like the uh, framework for the Orioles trade may be Melvin Upton Jr. for Ubaldo Jimenez and a prospect. And again, this is all just what's being reported. We don't know for sure if that is or is not what A.J. Preller has on the table right now. But say it is that. Say it's Upton and the Orioles, I don't know, number nine or ten prospect, just picking a number randomly. Do you like that? Is that fair, a fair trade for Melvin Upton Jr.? I mean, I think it was straight across. Um, you know, I, it, it, you're not picking up. You're not absorbing any salary, you know, from – Actually saving some money yeah, in that trade. In, in that point, in fact. And, you know, it gives you a veteran arm right now for the rest of the season, number one, and, you know, Obaldo. And uh, it, the prospect is what it is, a prospect. and Put him in the pool of prospects that we've been, we've been creating all year long and uh, see what happens. Yeah, ideally for Melvin, if you trade him, you're getting just prospects back because you want to get rid of the contract. That's part of the reason why you would trade a Melvin right. Upton oh, player. And you make room in the outfield, per se, for one of your younger guys maybe to come up and get some ABs and some experience. Yeah, and that's the other effect of it. So it opens up a space for someone who's down in AAA. Uh, but you're not going to just get prospects back. Like a huge reason is to give up this salary. You're going to have to take something back. And Abaldo Jimenez does have a 
pretty big contract attached with him. But it does save them money. What is it, like around $3 million for Something like the that, first yeah. Year? I mean, and Ubaldo, it's only next year. Same for Upton. They only each have one year left in the contract. And it's $13 million for Ubaldo next year and uh, whatever the remainder of that is this year prorated. Uh, so they're, they're saving. It's not a lot, but they will save a couple million. Ubaldo's done pretty well. Two times this year. I mean, he's had a couple good starts, but the two ones that really stand out were both against San Diego. Right. So I'm, <laughs> I'm wondering if there's something the Padres saw. Well, he will have his moments, and you never know. I mean, it might be, once again, change of scenery. We always talk about it. Yeah. Putting him with Darren Bosley, you know. Uh, we, we saw him when he was dominant, you know, with the Rockies. And uh, we, we know what's inside there if we could just – create some consistency we were talking about that before the show remember when Obaldo Jimenez was pitching here and yes. that's when he got traded he was told before the game you have been dealt he was even quoted afterwards that the minor leaguers in the system were texting him like hey you're going to the Indians it's already done <laughs> they're already calling these people up but it wasn't official yet with Major League Baseball so he had to go out and make his start knowing that as soon as he was done he was gonna have to take a physical make sure he's okay and then the trade has gone through so he went out there and he said I could not even throw a strike I couldn't focus he was just lobbing some up there and they had to get him out of the game I think he went a couple innings maybe that and uh, as lame duck as it gets as when you lame know, when you know as soon as you're off the mound and it happened here at Petco Park and part of that trade uh, group was Drew Pomerantz yeah, Pomerantz for Ubaldo. Uh -huh. um, and now, yeah, Drew now up in Boston. Ubaldo maybe on his way to San Diego. Who knows? But that is uh, – and then everything else after that just started cascading. The Orioles are also interested in Andrew Castro, but in a separate trade from Upton. The, the Blue Jays and the Rangers can get him, but only if the Chris Sale deal falls through. So it's a, it's a fun week for rumors and speculation and just throwing out anything and seeing what sticks. But uh, right now it does look like Melvin Upton and Andrew Castro are – not as good as gone, but it's certainly heating up. Yeah, and you just you never know. It'll be just all of a sudden instant. It'll be instantaneous if it does happen. Do you think they uh, – we expect Andrew Kashner. Andrew Kashner expects to be traded. He said that yeah. himself. Um, do you expect him to make another start with the Padres? Yes. Or do you have to trade him before his next start? I don't think you have to trade him before his next start. Okay, so I you're willing to – I mean, how much are you rolling the dice if you throw him back out there? I mean, if he does have a bad performance. I don't know if you can take just one game and completely kill any potential trade Yeah, I because think the GMs and scouts know, hey, one game's not going to ruin right. well, what yeah. we're getting. But you, the evaluators, are, you know, they're watching this ball club, and they, even his next start. And I would anticipate, you know, knowing Andrew Cashman like I do. Uh, Insider. Be, Insider. Well, he'd accept the challenge. He'd love it. Yeah, I bet. He, he would absolutely well, love that. Well, he's linked with Toronto, and that's, I believe, the team he would pitch against next. Next, yeah, in Toronto. You know, and, yeah, I think that's Tuesday. But, I mean, you know, hey, he'll, he'll take that challenge. You know, and also if you look at the – it's all how you look at it. You've been traded before. It's, it's nothing new, trade rumors, whatever. I don't see that being a distraction to Andrew Castor. And just the thought, matter of fact, you're from Texas. The Rangers are talking to you. The Rangers are kind of in the hunt. Uh, you get traded over there, you, you go into a playoff atmosphere mm -hmm. instantly. Uh, that's, that's pretty exciting stuff. So I, I would think, you'd, you know, that would pump you up. Yeah, you'd like to think so. Yeah, you talk about fresh start with the ball to Jimenez. I think there could be something similar to be said That's with Andrew right. Cash. I agree 100%. Um, what about Matt Kemp? Nice day yesterday. Two home runs. Not keeps bad. That, keeps that hey. franchise streak alive now. Uh, it's the record for MLB record all time is 27. Padres right now at 20, but they're two away from the longest streak this season. The Red Sox hit a home run in 22 straight back in May. Uh, but Kemp got right to work yesterday, first inning home run. Then he had the decisive one later. He's on pace for 30 and 100 this year. And we could talk about the defense and how that much is a struggle for him. And he doesn't walk and doesn't really do much except for really hit home runs and drive in runners. Well, but 30 and 100. Yeah, if I told you back in Peoria, hey, Kemp's getting 30 and 100 this year, I think everybody would have taken that, right? Take that. 
I would I'll take, take that, that as well. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Obviously, his contract is the most burdensome, and he's probably the least likely piece to get moved. But is he working himself into some trade value, or do you think the Padres are still you know, getting used to having him around the next few years playing out this contract? I, I, I don't think he's putting himself in a spot to be an American League team. maybe be a DH type thing is, is the way I would look at it if you were going to try to move him. But I, I, don't, I don't think in the pecking list of trades by the trading deadline, I'm not sure Matt Kemp's anywhere near there. Yeah, Matt Kemp likely staying with the Padres in the second half of the season. American League team with the DH, that's the only option, right? Yeah, there's I, no I way the Padres and could the, do it the team. And the bad thing for the market is that most of the contending AL teams are already set at DH. Which right. Is, I mean, that the market right. bears it, which is an and issue. You know, and, but and, even and like the Giants, like Hunter Pence had a setback in his injury. How long do they go before maybe, hey, look in the division for – that's we can absorb this. Big no. outfield at AT&T. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I know. It's easy for us to be like, oh, just forget the defense for a while. Focus on 30 and 100. But Aye. I don't think the Giants would think of it that way. I, I mean, don't you think would you can do I that. I don't see a National League team at all, really. So come uh, a, a week from now, 10 days from now, when the trade deadline has passed, Matt Kemp Padre. still right here, here at Petco Park. He's still here. All right. Doing 30 and 100. Right, yeah. So <laughs> it's, th- it's funny because I think it was Fangraphs uh, for their war. He just got to zero like this week. So he's now, according to them, just the league average player, which the way we grew up with before Sabermetrics, when you see a guy who's hitting 30 home run pace, I mean, that's, you think that's value. But with everything else now that gets put into it, uh, we're seeing that, yeah, maybe that overall value, maybe not quite what the traditional numbers yeah. have to say. But yeah. I, I just see it as a little bit more value than that. Yeah. I don't care what Fangraph says. <laughs> Take that Fangraph from Randy 100. Jones. You've got to be kidding me. Let's <laughs> use some common sense about it. Those yeah, are no, that's fair. And the, the thing I think a lot of people don't give him, him enough credit for is the effect he has on the lineup around him. you got to pitch to Will Myers now if you know that there's a home run threat on deck. Uh, you know, Solarte is right behind him, too, that middle of the order. For everything else, yeah, the defense we know. Uh, but you got, if you can bop, you got a place in the lineup. It's not that bad. Jeez. <laughs> guys act like we've got Ray Charles out there or something. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, Just telling you what the fans on Twitter have to say all there. season. Yeah. All right, there you go. You got the Randy Wish. Jones endorsement. <laughs> it was uh, fan graphs, not us. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. Don't blame us. Don't kill the messenger, RJ. God, where are they? Can't argue with the numbers. They're get them the cl- on the show. They're in the cloud, fan graphs. Fan graphs? Yeah. Yeah. We'll get them on the show next time you're on. Blooper. Yeah. Yeah. Blooper. Blooper, get him on the show. Got hey, uh, speaking of the RJ endorsement, we've been running this contest all weekend for Comic-Con. <laughs> do you remember signing this a couple days ago, Randy? Yeah, I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, this is the Padres Hall of Fame giveaway coffee table book, and RJ how, has how autographed it. Blooper, how's that going anyway? Do we have any? Not so great. Not so great. <laughs> Not so great. <laughs> what we were asking for was people in their Comic-Con costumes to tweet at us using hashtag PadresSH, their best it's costume. Been using a little common sense, I mean, if you're over there at Comic-Con, you're not watching the show, so they don't know about it. Totally disagree. We were doing shows at Comic-Con this week, and there's a bunch of televisions up, and I saw Social Hour go, and I, people really? could be watching at Comic-Con. See, there you go. Yeah. The issue – and So you've been over there a lot? Yeah. You're a little weirdo, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you are. Just doing radio, Randy. Just yeah, doing radio. Yeah. Uh, Looper and I were there yesterday just, like, walking the streets. No, and, uh, hey, people Randy. watching is yeah. – uh, it doesn't so get any fun. better than Comic-Con. Yeah. You know, uh, you're not into it? Nah, not yet. Gosh. Not yet. There's time. Last show I was on was 4th of July, and Bill Center talked about how much he hates the holiday for 60 straight minutes. And now I'm with you during Comic-Con, and you hate Comic-Con. No, I don't hate it. Sounds like you don't like it. No, there's a big difference. But not liking it. Yeah. I mean, okay. okay. You're just not into it. Not yourself. Apathy and disdain. Okay. Yeah. Are two oh, very good. different things. Comic-Coms coming to the town. 
No. You know, let's go play golf. <laughs> okay, let's play. I'm in. <laughs> there you go. That's more Randy speed. Um, no, so uh, Blooper is judging this, and yet we have not gotten many. I think the problem is is that the, the baseball and the Comic-Con worlds don't intersect that much. You get the rare person like me who kind of straddles both. enough where we should get more than one. We photo. should, yeah. So send these in, and it's really we, just Blooper wants to see as many cool costumes as possible. We have yes. the one we got. That's it. So right now, leader <laughs> in the clubhouse. Get him in here. Give him the book. Let's yeah. get oh, him we need more. No, we, we did say we're running it all weekend, so uh, hashtag right. PadresSH. Send us your you and your best Comic-Con costume. Am I eligible Come to win? win? Yeah, get in there. Okay. Just, once you leave the show, not while you're here. Okay. Yeah, tweet us once you get offset. Deal. And we'll consider it. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, next baseball night in San Diego is coming your way Saturday, July 30th when the Padres face the Reds at 540. All fans in attendance will receive a pair of SD earbuds presented by United Airlines. Get your tickets at Padres.com. Hey, last night, Luis Perdomo had himself one heck of a start. Kid just keeps getting better. We're going to talk about him and which Padre pitcher you'd want to keep for the next three years. Don't go far. This is Padre Social Hour. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padre Social Hour. Welcome back to Padre Social Hour here in the AMR studio. Tonight, it's Edwin Jackson against Max Scherzer. If Edwin's anything like he was, his first turn as a Padre should be a great pitcher's duel. But let's talk about now the guy who twirled a gem last night for San Diego, Luis Perdomo. And his ERA is still in the high sixes, but when you consider that it was in the mid-tens, you know, five or six starts ago, this kid is just, I mean, he's incredible. And last night, seven innings, you know, two runs in the first, nothing after that. Well, you, you continue to see him improve, yeah. you know, and get, get more comfortable on the mound. And going seven innings, I thought was really big, you know. Uh, you know, two outs, make the air at second base, and he steps up, gets out of the seventh inning. You know, once again, it's a small, small sample size when you talk about that scenario, but that's big. Getting out of that mm -hmm. situation, not making a mistake, keeping the ball down a lot better. You know, one thing you notice, not really a lot of mistakes in the middle of the strike zone. Using that two-seamer, but, yeah, using that four-seamer in good spots, especially left-handed hitters instead of it tailing back over the plate, staying inside the inner third of the plate. And even on right-handers, the same thing. You know, that four-seamer away from a right-handed hitter, and then all of a sudden another two-seamer will jump back in and get a ground ball. And I just think he's mixing his pitches up really, really well. And every time, every fifth day, he just seems to get a little bit better. Yeah, I think Andy Green said it really well earlier this season because Perdomo comes over as a guy who wasn't even on the 40-man. Right. And now he's on the 25-man, and he has to stay has on this roster. So there's a little bit of a process for him to get through to actually believe that he belongs where he is. And don't, and, and don't tell me this, this young man is going to be in double-A starting next year. No. No, no. That, I think he's graduated past that. Oh, that was That was the sentiment at the beginning of the year, just stash him on the roster and then start him in double-A next year. Uh-uh. When you go seven innings uh, and get 14 ground outs against the first-place team in the it, NL East, it, you, you know and, that, and that's how opportunities are created. A couple of guys go down in the starting rotation. All of a sudden, you're seeing him get an opportunity to start where he's going to be the long man. Like you said, keep keeping down there, you know, let him pitch when, when you need somebody. And all of a sudden, he's, he's in the rotation and, and learning. And, and what I'm seeing to him, if he continues to develop, Hey, he's going to be one of the five starters next year. Yeah, he yeah should I, be. Randy could tell you belief is a big – that oh. goes a long way when you're a pitcher. And, I mean, Andy Green said it himself. Like, there was a time when he started, like, you could tell maybe didn't believe he, he was here and belonged and I, to be and here. And I really think – But he, now he does. Now Fernando, he believes yeah, he Fernando should be Roddy really helped him, I think, when he was here. Yeah. I think the way was doing the same thing, you know, day in and day out and talking to him. And Darren Bosley, uh, I don't know if you noticed, after he got done with, you know, pitching the seven innings, 
you know, Darren Bulge is there talking. Yeah, sat to right about next to him there. In some the arm action yeah. type things, and and then that's all good. He's just like a sponge absorbing all this. But you know, getting a lot more confidence and comfortable on the mound. You know, that, that, that's a real key. So I'm about to put you guys in the Cholula hot seat here. But first, a couple tweets that are in here from uh, hashtag Padres SH. Uh, first one from Paul says, uh, love RJ's RJ shirt. Yes. I mean, it looks good, man. I like it. It's like past and present. Seeing <laughs> yeah, you down here right. and then your face up here. <laughs> it's great. Um, and then a jelly man uh, talking about Perdomo. And a kid earned the spot in the rotation, not buying an innings limit. Uh, he wants to see him go all the way. So I had this question for you guys in the Cholula hot seat. There's three pitchers right now that we're pretty sure the Padres are going to have, you know, next year. It's Tyson Ross, should he get healthy because that trademark is just not there. He hasn't pitched all year. Right. Colin Ray, who came in as one of the Padres' best prospects, now that farm system's changed, and Luis Perdomo. You can only have one of those three guys, all things considered, age, performance, part of their career, salary, for the next three years. Which guy are you most excited to hold on to and to see develop over the next three years out of that group? You want me to start? <laughs> um, I would go Perdomo in this, but you're really going to see the best part of it likely in the fourth, fifth year. Um, from a Padres, right? No? I'm yeah, okay. Padres perspective, if you're going through a process that you're going through right now, you're going to be looking for something that really come to fruition in three or four years, like a lot of these players that they're going out and trading for. So Perdomo makes a lot more sense. Tyson, if he was healthy, would very likely be a guy that is – probably getting traded around this time of the year. The, he would be involved with Melvin Upton Jr. He would be involved with all Andrew Kashner's name. He would be linked a lot, I believe, I agree. if he was healthy. This would have been the time, but they can't. There's no trade that's going to happen. He hasn't pitched all year. So Tyson is one of those guys, to me, that likely once he does get healthy and gets out there, makes a couple starts and can convince other teams that he's still got it, likely another trade candidate. Hey, my personal would be, uh, you know, it'd be Colin Ray for okay. me. Uh, really? Just, you know, working with him and watching him and how he's developed. Yeah, he's still a little bit rough, making some mistakes, but I really like this young man's approach, what he's doing, uh, his concentration. <clears throat> and, I, and I think, he, you know, Perdomo's a real close, but uh, I, I think that Colin Ray's really close to putting it all together. And once he does, it's, you know, he's, he's going he's gonna to roll off some really good solid starts. And that's not two or three years. I'm talking about even by September if it clicks and roll right into next season. But I really anticipate him being one of the mainstays of this rotation mm. next yeah, year. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, mean, you've got I Tyson, really do. You've got Tyson at 29. If he can come back healthy, he's the closest because we've seen him with his A stuff. But to all the Jordan point, Jordan's points, you never know with contract and trade rumors what you're going to get. Perdomo maybe has the higher ceiling, but right. a little younger. Right. Ray has shown he can do this more consistently, so maybe Ray's a bit of a safer choice. Perdomo kind of the sexier pick. You know, and I, I think I'm kind of I'm hoping that a lot of these guys we're talking about, you know, become just become a seven inning pitcher. You know, if you want to go to the eighth a couple of times, fine. But you know what we can't do is in five, fifth and sixth, you know, keep going to the bullpen. Right. You know, come on. I mean, you know, they're old enough now. They, they're getting their feet wet. But sooner or later, you've you got you to trust your starters. You know, leave them out there. Yeah, and we talked about this the other day because that middle of the bullpen, especially this team right now, that's the danger zone. When you're the bullpen coming out in the sixth and seventh, toward the back end well, they've been okay, but that middle thing has been tough. We, we saw it the other day. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm putting a poll up. We haven't done one of those in a while. So the question is, of those three Padre starters, Tyson Ross, Colin Ray, Luis Perdomo, you get one and only one to keep for the next three years. I think five, Perdomo would be the easy pick because he's the youngest. Right. So we'll go three. Uh, who would you want to hold on to the most? Hashtag Padres SH. That's how you can find it. And uh, we'll reveal those results a little bit later on in the show.
All right, uh, Randy, you ready for your union break? I am. <laughs> Just saw Derek Waters from Comedy Central's Drunk History walk in, so we're going to step aside and get him back here on the couch. It's a hilarious show. We'll talk all about it. Plus, uh, he's a big Orioles fan. We'll see what he thinks about maybe Melvin Upton Jr., Andrew Kashner heading his way. But you guys now can jump off the Cholula hot seat, and Randy, we'll see you a little bit down the road. Got it. All right, don't get lost. Don't go too far. Because we're going to have you back. He's going to go to Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah, just going to quick uh, hang out with Game of Thrones cast and then go yeah. hang out with us. I like it. Uh, I'm Cap Real Flavor with Cholula Hot Sauce, the hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap, and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. We're back with Comedy Central's Derek Waters. When we come back, this is Padres Social Hour. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. 405 is the first pitch. Padres at Nationals, game two of that series. But back here in San Diego, it's been going on all week. It continues throughout the weekend. It's Comic-Con, in case you've been living under a rock. And joining us now is a man who we've been talking about it all week from our side. Here's a guy who's done it from the other side, actually being up there on the panels, having something to talk about. It's Derek Waters from Comedy Central's Drunk History, one of the funniest shows on TV anywhere Big fan. Jordan's a fan as well. Thank you. Guys. Thanks for coming on, Thank man. This is fun. Me, man. That's very sweet of you to say. And you got your rocking your Orioles hat. I got to. I got to. Yes. I'm Baltimore true and true. It's been, I mean, we've played them twice. Yeah, we saw them at Baltimore and here and as well. Now yeah. all these trade talks the last, like, 12 hours. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore and, and San Diego all of a sudden very intrinsically linked. I think they're good. We've never been rivals. Right. I mean, all through history. They've never been rivals. So, yeah, let's let's share. Yeah, so might as well be connected somehow. Yeah. Uh, for anyone who's not familiar, I mean, drunk history, I can't really describe it as well as I'm sure you can. <laughs> uh, give it. Uh, give us your quick, I guess, like elevator pitch. Okay. It's basically right there in the title, but for anyone who hasn't seen an episode before. It's a history show where someone gets very drunk but also knows a lot about a specific moment in history. That's true. And so I film them drunk talking about the story, and then we reenact it word for word, whatever the narrator says, Jack Black or another actor will move his lips to exactly how this person said it. And, like, A-list actors, too. Like, you get crazy names to do this crazy. thing for you. It's yeah. insane. Yeah, no, it's like I'm um, part of a Make-A-Wish Foundation. I'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> what and I you're have. you're getting your wishes made every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every day. Yeah, it's the best. It's a dream job. Um well, I actually want to follow up on that. How do, how do you get such big names to actually be a part of the show? That can't be an oh easy man, process. I think Craigslist and, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I think I've been blessed to be able to do a lot of them so people can see, oh, Will Ferrell does it, so I guess it's okay. He wouldn't do something if they're, like, terrible filmmakers. So uh, I think it's just seeing that we've done it a bunch. So we were talking off the air about this, and... Let us know if you think this would work. Is it just a history thing, or could this come to sports? Could we get, like, drunk sports? Well, we've had the one, one sports episode, one sports right? episode, yeah. but I would love that. I yeah, mean, get, like, some old players to, yeah. you know, have a couple drinks, talk a about what 30 happened. 30 for 30. Yeah, and, like, yeah. talk about a really <laughs> famous, for a really famous game it. they played in and yeah. tell the real story of what yeah. happened. Yeah, or the legendary story of, you know, the, the night in Camden Yards when the lights didn't work. You know, that's right. Yeah. When Cal Ripken was doing the streak and the lights didn't work. Yeah, like supposedly yeah, he right. was going to sit, right? And right. then the lights conveniently, the power right. went out right. to keep the streak alive. Right. Interesting. But I would like to have him stand up and say it's not true. <laughs> well, I mean, you have a new season coming out, so mm -hmm. maybe as you get more influence and more power, maybe Cal can come on. That would be um, cool. The one sports episode you did, 
it was it was Babe Zaharias, it was Jim Thorpe and Jim Abbott, which mm-hmm. aren't the first, I think, three stories in the history of sports people would think of. That's true. Um, how'd you get to those stories? Well, I wanted to do one really old, one modern, and I loved Jim Abbott as a kid. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't yeah. love Jim Abbott? And a lot of people that didn't grow up in our generation don't know who Jim Abbott was. So I just wanted to find sports stories that uh, weren't, like, they were more broad for anyone that's, like, just – because we never had done that, so I had to ease them into, like, all right, we might do some sports episodes. Do you have any more coming up for season four for or anything sport? planned? Yeah. Not for sports, but there's uh, they're all themed episodes this season. Okay. We've usually done cities. Right. But, uh, yeah, like, we're doing, like, Great Escapes. We have one uh, Legends where Tony Hale plays Buster Keaton. We're doing a whole episode on Hamilton where – the guy who started Hamilton is getting drunk and telling the history of Hamilton. That was the big news from Comic-Con for you, was that you got Lin-Manuel Miranda, who said he would never do Drunk History because Hamilton was your first episode, I think, right? right? But you got him. So what was it like? I mean, tell us what it's like being on that side of Comic-Con when everyone is looking at you for news and they're tweeting about you and not, you know, they're the fans and you're the person that's giving them this huge info. Yeah, it's cool. It's nerve-wracking because I obviously have known it for a while, but I've been told to keep my mouth shut. (laughs) <laughs> until I come to comment, so I'm so excited. I just been so, uh, now I don't have to keep a secret. <laughs> so now now it's out. Yeah. yeah. How many times out. have you been to Comic Con? Twice. Twice. There's two too many. Two too many. <laughs> 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 no, it's great. Yeah, but this is only my second time. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Was it? I mean, last year was your first. I year love going. being around people that are passionate. Yeah. I love passionate people. I'm not a fan of crowds, but I think it's an, the idea is a great idea of having people that uh, have a specific taste in something, and they're surrounding themselves with people that. And they get to be themselves. It's great people watching. Yeah, amazing people watching. If you were to dress up, what would you dress up as? Man, I don't know. Like you see some great costumes out there. I, they're unbelievable. I could never compete with them. I, I don't know. Some Maybe of the money the Oriole and the time. Bird just so my face would be covered. There no, you go. Yeah, you can rock fun. the bird. Yeah. Let's talk to the <laughs> Orioles, man. What do you – I mean – Maybe they'll have Andrew Kasher. Maybe they'll have Melvin Upton in a week's time. What are, how are you feeling for postseason World Series odds? I love the odds. I mean, our, our team has always struggled with pitching, but now that we got Dylan Bundy now in the starting rotation, and I think we'll get some trades, and I hope we'll get a, a little better pitching. But I'm optimistic. I what think it'll probably – I'm hoping it would be Kansas City and the Orioles again. And we would beat them this year. Get a little revenge? Yeah, yeah, that would be nice. What are your thoughts on uh, Abaldo Jimenez? Can we get a scouting report? There's a chance he's come to San Diego. (laughs) I think the nervous drink of water (laughs) when you ask that question gives it away. I wouldn't miss him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go, Padres fans. That's who may be coming (laughs) on the way back. But I'm answering your question. What do I think of him? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, we should be honest. You don't have to hide anything. <laughs> hey, if uh, if the Orioles win the World Series this year, can we do a drunk history episode where I host and you get drunk and retell the season of the World Series? Um, sure. Awesome. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I just want them that to win the easy. World Series. But yeah, I would. Uh, yes. Awesome. Yeah. I would love to have you. Comedy Central execs. <laughs> you saw it right here That's first. Right. I'm going to come back to you. Come on. Well, me. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, Derek, thanks so much, man. Thank you. Enjoy for the rest of Comic Con. Yeah. And uh, yeah, good luck to the Orioles the rest of the way. And uh, you're welcome back anytime, man. I appreciate it. When's thanks. the new season? September's uh, coming September up? September 27th. All right. Awesome. Yep. Comedy Central. Check it out. Drunk History. It's a really good time. Derek Waters, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Hey, guys. That's once great. the season's over, you can help join the Padres and help. 
helping to create a world without cancer by participating in Padres Pedal the Cause, an annual cycling fundraiser November 12th and 13th, starting and ending right here at Petco Park. Anyone can ride, even kids. The event is much more than just a ride. Check out more details and learn how you can get involved at gopedal.org. We'll see if we can find the lost Randy Jones around here at Petco Park. He's back with more Padres Social Hour. Don't go far. We're back right after this. From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour. We're back here in the AMR studio. We found Randy Jones. The leash extends pretty far, but he always comes back. I was close by. Yeah, you did not go too far. Listing. Thanks again to uh, Derek Waters from Comedy Central. Uh, I do recommend it. It's all online. You can find it anywhere. But if you haven't seen the show and you like history, I mean, these people get like hammered and then they're retelling you know George Washington taking uh, the Delaware River and it's just it's very entertaining but also educational and informative yeah that's the best part you learn something and it's very very entertaining that's yeah. interesting it's good yeah but Jordan I like your idea we were talking before the show get some old ball players together mm-hmm. and some don't drink like they used to some not at all but you know a couple libations and retell you know a, a big game seven story or something yeah, what was going through their head I don't loosen know them up a that. little bit Randy, Randy doesn't. He's not buying. He's not. I'm not he's, not he's not investing in if our. If we could do, you're going to get a lot more no's than yeses. Let me put it that way. All it I takes think. is one. Oh, come on. <laughs> all that's that's why you have to have a couple about drinks. Drunk social hour, Mike. Yeah. Tell the stories of this. That's oh, exactly man. why you don't do it. That's <laughs> anything that you have to have a couple drinks before just to Ooh, make you do it. There's, there's a reason. Not a there's a reason it's in the vault. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we got a tweet here from uh, Dennis Gulias at hashtag PadresSH. This is from earlier in the show. I like how the guy. Uh, Randy, who's wearing a shirt of himself, calls the other guy on the couch, Jordan, a weirdo. Go figure. Yeah. Dennis has got my back. He does, yeah. yeah. Dennis is on Team Jordan. Hey, I guess uh, when you've got your Cy Young Award over in the Hall of Fame about 100 feet away, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, you want to promote, you know. Around these parts. You called me a weirdo? I did. Really? Yeah. I missed that. Yeah, for being over at Comic-Con. For being over, you said you were over doing radio at Comic-Con. Yeah, but we have an understanding. Now that I understand. (laughs) Right. You know, Still a weirdo? Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. making sure. As so long as you know the playing field so that you're on. Darren. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let's get uh, back toward uh, today's ball game. So Padres and Nationals coming your way at 405. Uh, talking to Derek, he had his Orioles cap on. Their first place in the AL East. I wanted to talk about this while the Padres were playing the Nationals. Because uh, right now, 18 teams entered today in Major League Baseball with a winning record. That's a lot of teams. That is. A lot of guys fighting for playoff spots some World Series contenders. I wanted to find out from you guys who you think right now are the favorites to go all the way. Are the Nationals one of those teams? Are we seeing the Padres maybe playing a World Series or at least a National League pennant favorite? RJ. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're right there. They're, there's a possibility, no doubt. I think they, you know, once they get going, if four starts hitting and, and what they've done, yeah, they got a chance. They got the pitching. I think they got the horses there to, to you know, make an impact. But I think overall, uh, you know, Baltimore, the way they're swinging the bats, uh, they're going to be a team to beat. There's no doubt. They just don't have the arms. It was funny. I was reading uh, the sports blog, The Big Lead, a couple days ago. They had the one reason why every team in playoff contention won't win the World Series. And so everyone has a fatal flaw. It's just a matter of which one is least damaging. How how are the contenders shaking up for you right now, Jordan? So National League power rankings. I would have number three Nationals, number two Cubs, and then number one, San Francisco, Always. just because of the pitching. Yeah, and, 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 well, and that it's an even year. It's, and yeah, it's an even year. San Francisco, I and mean, you're going to talk about, you know, the National League, it's San Francisco. Yeah. I do not discount that veteran team. They've been there. They've done that. They know what it takes. 
They've been through this too many times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you cannot discount that. And, and it wouldn't surprise me in the next week or ten days that, you know, they'll improve that ball club. If there's something they, they need, the, they'll They always do make it. the small, like, marginal <laughs> trade. It's never the big Yeah, move. but it works. It always works, yeah. though. Yeah, exactly. And Cubs fans, I'm sure, this year are starting to think, all right, there's a real chance this could be something special. But if you think about it, once you get into the postseason, it, it, it seems like there's a huge gap between the Giants and the Cubs just because of the starting pitching. Starting pitching and the experience. Yeah, and know. the experience. Yeah, there is a lot of talent, that. you know, with the Cubs, but the experience And they're going to be around for a while, yeah. but right Look, now it's got to be San Francisco in the NL. So, I mean, the Cubs, they got off to that out-of-the-gate start, and everyone was thinking, you know what, wrap up the NL for them. The Giants mm-hmm. overtaking them record-wise recently, but uh, I think the Cubs making it to the playoffs last year and faltering, you always say, oh, you got to be there first, take your lumps. Uh, you do. That helps. If this was the first year where they had made the playoffs in a while, this was the big expectation year, I could see that being a little bit prohibitive for them, but I still give them the slight knocks. I think with Arietta, they have pitching too, Lester, Hamill, Hendricks. I mean, they got good guys. It's just the – the bullpen maybe can't quite stack up to what the Giants have. Let's just say it'll make it more interesting when we get to the playoffs. Yes, it will. Uh, anybody on the AL side better than anything in the NL that's caught your eye? Yeah, you know, it's number one, you can't discount experience, but still, I don't know why, but Baltimore, and just watching them play the game, they swing the bats. You know, and they're, and they're good with, like, two-out hits, clutch hits. Yeah, but that pitching in the playoffs always takes the bats I, out, I doesn't it? I understand, but if, if they can fix that here by the trading deadline, I'm just saying I'm I just really impressed with the offense they have over there and what they've been doing. Anybody in the other league catching your eye, Jordan? Not, I mean, is there a huge standout in the American League? Is there, like, one team that stands out like kind of San Francisco does in the National League? No, I think Because for me, the, there no. isn't. Yeah, there really the only isn't. thing is that with – I mean, we saw this the – the year the Red Sox won it last, the Boston Marathon, the terrorist bombing year, that city just seems to galvanize around big events. And same thing going back to when they broke the curse and coming down from 03. This being Ortiz's last year, I think that's something where the Red Sox have a little bit of that, you know, that magic sometimes mm-hmm. where they get on a roll. I can see Ortiz locking in come playoff time. The young kids really stepping up. They, I mean, they're pitching too. They, that's the reason yeah, they traded for say. two Pomeranz. But, you know, they may not have the arms, but... Something sneaky about Ortiz in his last year. I think, you know, keep an eye on them. And the next week is going to go a long way in determining oh, who's going to be a favorite. Oh, like, man. Who's going to make the right deal? Because there's going to be all these teams that we just brought up. They're all going to make some sort of deal. Cubs are already making deals to improve the bullpen. We know the Giants are going to try to do something. The question is who's going to, what's going to pl- uh, play out the best for that team. Um, and so we have a lot to learn still in the next week. Yeah, we bet. But if I ask you to place a bet, American League or a National League World Series chant this year, you both are betting on the NL as of right now. I'm yeah. going NL. Yeah. I'm going NL. Yeah, I think I'd agree with you. Why not? Let us know what you guys think. Uh, hashtag Padres SH. And, uh, yeah, it's probably. I think I'd shake it out that way too. Uh, I'd probably go Cubs 1, Giants 2, Nationals 3. But okay. the Padres this weekend are definitely playing, I think, one of the prohibitive favorites. You got Scherzer and Strasburg in a short series. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's tough. And Harper, you always really got a tough. shot. We'll go <coughs> National League even without home field advantage in the series. Yes. <laughs> the, the game still counts. We saw that here last week or two weeks ago here at Petco Park. Um, speaking of Petco Park, we want you to be here on Friday, July 29th. Seems like the Padres are never going to come back home, but they will, we promise. And they come back to a party in the park presented by Southwest Airlines. Be here for your chance to win a trip for two to Las Vegas with airfare from Southwest and amenities provided by Las Vegas. It's a Vegas-themed happy hour before the Padres take on the Reds at 740. Get your tickets at Padres.com party. When we come back, something happened in baseball last night that has never happened before. We're going to talk about that and get a look at today's lineup for you, so don't go far. This is Padres Social Hour. 
We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. Welcome back here to Padres Social Hour. We're talking some uh, World Series contenders. Got a tweet coming in here. Uh, Don't forget about the Seattle Mariners dangerous lineup from Matt Booth. Uh, the Astros too. A uh, couple of AL West teams are making some noise lately. You know, it's, it's always interesting. You know, you, you get to September one, and who knows who's, who's on a roll, who's playing. Yep. You know, you get that September team that's you know right there, close. You know, all about those, the timing. That, that last month can get really interesting. Yeah, I should like be that. fun. Uh, last night, before we get to tonight's lineup for the Padres, I wanted to make sure we talked about this because it was uh, pretty cool. So the Sonoma Stompers. Independent League Baseball team. They have for the last month had uh, Kelsey Whitmore and Stacey Piagno, two female players who've been playing in the starting lineup every day. Last night they had Anna Kimbrell, I want to make sure I get her name right, uh, in the lineup as a catcher, catching Kelsey Whitmore. They put this tweet out yesterday and they ended up playing the first all-female starting battery, pitcher and catcher, in a men's and a male professional baseball league. Happened last night. It happened before in all women's and, leagues. And? Uh, I, did, I couldn't find a box score. What? I'm working what? on it. I'm working you on it. You couldn't find the, the box blooper. It's independent. And this independent, 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 independently, independently involved. It's they don't have a website? How about a phone number? I'm sure they, they have a Twitter account. You, you, you leave us hanging we'll, like we'll work that. on it. How about you guys? How about we go to the lineup and give me some time to look up the box score? <laughs> uh, buy me a little bit of time How do you here. not look it up first? Because blooper, I'm doing this on the fly, man. We're live. This is live television. You never know what's going to happen. But congratulations to Kelsey and Anna. And they threw a perfect game. Hopefully they did well. Hopefully they did well. Confirm we'll start making it up here uh, in a minute, man. Congrats to them. Yeah, nine innings, 27 strikeouts. It the was first ever no-hitter. Five and a third, <laughs> ten strikeouts. Yeah. Uh, we'll check on that. But before that, want to check into tonight's lineup, presented by United Airlines, proud partner of the San Diego Padres. You got Travis Jankowski leading off with Will Myers batting second and first base. He's back in the lineup. Matt Kemp, hot as ever in right field. Then young Harris Alarte bats clean up and plays third with Melvin Upton Jr. in left field for now. Ryan Schiff playing second base. Christian Bethencourt catching. Alexa Ramirez at short. And then Edwin Jackson does the pitching. Yesterday in the Supercuts head-to-head challenge, the couch had Ryan Schimpf, who didn't get a hit, but did draw a walk and score a run, and that helped lead them to the point and the win. That's now well, two in a row for the couch. Who'd, who'd you pick, Blooper? Blooper had Salarte. He had a hit. Yeah, but the hit did nothing. Schimpf got on base and scored, and runs is how you win games. So the couch gets the point. That's brutal. Any Whoa. disagreement from me from the couch? No, no, I'm right. No, I'm on team couch. Why yeah. would they disagree with you? I mean, Fifty-two thirty-five is now the score. Blooper only up by seventeen. And Jordan Caruth, you have been uh, the bugaboo for Blooper this year. You're the only person the left only on the couch with a winning record individually against Blooper, wow. and you get the first pick today. So who are you taking? Well, I said it off the air. Now I'll say it on the air. Should I just call in and represent the couch for every day to the head-to-head about a challenge? Month, yeah, you might have to. I'll yeah. just text in my selection because what? <laughs> who picked yesterday for the couch? Yesterday was Mike Grace. Okay, so Mike Grace. How's his record? Uh, with the win yesterday, he's 8-9. and nine, So he's – All right, he's hovering he's right around. Yeah, he's the worst. Uh, the worst is uh, Jesse Hagler, of all people, 1-5. Okay, other than Jesse, who's yeah. the worst? Uh, Jared Togerson, 2-5. Bill Center, 2-5. Brady Phelps, 3-9. and nine. Why does Bill Center Randy's get a pick? 1-0, oh, actually. 3-9. Randy's nine. undefeated, but it's who's small three sample and size. 3-9? 3-9? and nine? Brady Phelps. <laughs> love shots. Yeah, Stop picking. Love shots out. Come Who's on. your pick today, Jordan? I'm going Matt Kemp. Smart man. Six home runs his last six games. Blooper, who are you taking Good in call. response? I'm going to go Yang Hever Solarte again. I'm going back. 
Back to back to Solarte. I think he didn't get me the win. I'm gonna go for it. Were you gonna go Solarte regardless? Is that who you wanted? No, I was gonna go camp. You were gonna go. So I took away your pick. Yeah, took my guy. Yes. Even if you lose, there's satisfaction and I'll still get the W. And cutting off blue. I can't believe I'm the. Oh, you and I are the only ones with a winning record. Yes. Yeah, and Randy undefeated. Yeah, I'm undefeated. Yeah, one I have a winning record. Five and three. Yeah, well, <laughs> and on, I have on, a on winning the couch. record. At uh, Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail. The cut, the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find a Supercuts near you at supercuts.com. We're going to take a break so I can look up some Sonoma Stompers box scores. Perfect game. About and we're time. back with more Padres Social Hour right after this. Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour. We're back tomorrow bright and early, 9 a.m., Bill Center and Ben Higgins joining me. All right, we looked it up, and uh, I was able to find it. That's an almost Stompers box score. So it was the first all-female battery in a male league, professional baseball history. First inning, a 1-2-3 inning. Nice. Good start. Uh -oh. But then things got, uh -oh. yeah, then things went a little bit south. So uh, uh, Whitmore ended up with uh, two innings pitch allowed, six runs all earned in that second inning. Five hits, three walks, took the loss. They eventually lost 13 to nothing. So mm. not an auspicious start. We showed uh, Randy sure. video of the pitching motion, and he's got a couple. Of yeah, yeah she's got a little. Send him a tweet. I'm I sure should, she'd yeah. love to. She'd love she's to got a little butt fling fixes. going that yeah. she's got to break. She has a what? A butt fling. A what? A butt fling. That's what does that mean? Well, I just a, it, it, she's opening up too soon. Okay. There you and go. it's because of, you know, the back foot's coming around, and that's opening up the front side, and she's losing Losing all Can you imagine leverage. they get a tweet today from the 1976 Cy Young Award when you're like, hey, I was checking out your game film. Here's yeah. a couple of tips. That'd got a butt awesome. fling going That'd on. Yeah. Do it. Got to break um, that. By the way, our poll from earlier, which of these three pitchers do you want for the next three years only? Uh, Luis Perdomo, 58% of the vote. Tyson Ross, I, I can't argue with that. Colin yeah, Ray and last. Well, when you watch him, I mean, you know, the stuff that Perdomo shows, that sinker ball and the, the two-seamer and the movement that he has on the baseball. I can see where, you know, you should be excited about that. No it's enticing. Dude. No puffling. You guys Dude. going to Comic-Con? Check it out now. Go hang. I might go outside and just check out yeah. the cast. Go kick it with Chewbacca. There you go. Yeah, look for Jordan Caruth and Chewbacca. Yeah, look for go, Randy Jones man. and his own face on the shirt. Get a and couple look for selfies. us again tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Padres Nationals coming your way. Thanks for watching Social Hour. See ya.